Because, like, I remember when I worked at PetSmart, there was a Best Buy next door. Yeah. And my headphones were always going out because I would wear them while I'm watching the dogs and listening to music, but while just having a good time <laughs> dancing and singing to the dogs. But then, obviously, Wait, they would get you, uh, I'm sorry. You said you would dance and sing to the dogs? Yeah, I have a video of <laughs> me singing to a dog. Ahora se quedan con ustedes, The Brothers Bearer Podcast. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Brothers Bear Podcast. I'm your host Santos, and as always, I am joined by Carlos Medrano. And our brother Caesar Medrano, but he had to feed his dogs and he told us, you know what, just start without me. I'll join you guys in a bit. So we are back and we're gonna do something that we we years ago we talked about in the old style of the Brothers Bear that fucking we planned on doing and we never did. And I think it's time we finally talk about our wrestling days uh, from because that, that's the one thing like like wrestling, like f- fucking um, I don't know. We loved it, but we just never done an episode for it. I, we kind of did, but not really. Oh, really? I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, but I could have <laughs> swore we did like a mini like episode. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it don't matter because there's there's some stuff I do want to talk about. <laughs> that you do want to talk about yeah yeah because well that's see that's the thing like i feel like like the re well the reason i'm bringing this up is because i youtube they're like crazy because w- when you watch one video of, of a page like whatever it is not just a randomness but like a page next thing you know when you go back to youtube they just give you like, hey, check this other video out, and then yeah, check that's this how it one is out. With, uh, Facebook too, when you watch one, and then it gives you everything that's kind of like the algorithm of like, well, he yeah, this video, he might like this video. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched the uh, a, a wrestling one. It's like the, I I think the page is called WrestleMania or something like that, and it's 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 countdowns. It's literally like the top ten you oh, know times that, yeah. that Vince McMahon got mad or something like that, right? And it's really like I've been learning stuff that I didn't know. And I was just like, I, I you know what? I want to talk wrestling because we've never got to talk about wrestling. And I think it'd be fun to talk about. Now, hey, here's a warning to everybody, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to give you like a detailed account of WWE because there's a lot of shit I don't remember. So I'm not going to be like, all right, 1998. This is the king of the ring. Like, I'm fuck, I don't remember that shit. Like, we just want to talk wrestling. This is us just fucking reminiscing because we grew up watching wrestling, especially Carlos. This is like, I would have to say the attitude area. What was it? 97 to 2001. Yeah. Probably like the greatest time. Most of the time we were thoroughly watching wrestling. Yeah, I had I had attitude. Remember the game? Yeah. Yeah, you and did. Someone, I, don't, I think uh, one of the Ishas, well, one of the Edgars, they stole my game. But they yeah, did? I had a, like yeah, assholes. I had, I had attitude. <laughs> I remember. Oh, I remember they stole one of my videos, like the videos that I did of like all the the funny videos I used to they, make. And they like, stole everything. <laughs> the, they did that to me one time too when I was at the other Edgar Sauce. I brought over the six man to watch. <laughs> the six man. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was called the, the six man, right? Is that the Schwarzenegger movie? No, I, no. I don't know if it's the six man. I, I, it's, a, it's that basketball movie with Marlon Wayans. Oh, where he's a ghost? 
Yeah, that one. <laughs> that, yeah. Whatever, whatever that movie's called, I I had taken it over to Edgar's house, and then he's like, "Oh, can I finish it?" I'm like, "Yeah." So I go back home, and I'm gonna go back to get it so I could go return it, and then uh, it mysteriously disappeared. So we're going back and forth trying to find him. Mom gets mad because now we got to pay the two dollar late fee. And, you know, <laughs> I, I'm stressing out. I'm getting yelled at for losing the movie. And then I'm yelling at Edgar. But then Edgar's like, oh, do it. And then later on, it turns out that Ish went over when Edgar wasn't home and saw the tape just, you know, out in the bow. And he grabbed it and then took it home to go watch it and didn't tell anyone. Look <laughs> in the six, man. Yeah. Marlon Wayne's. Yeah. Because uh, the guy, the buddy, he dies. Right. Yeah. W- what the hell was the movie about? It I just know there's a. There's a well, no, but they, there's more they're to about it. To win a, ch- a championship, and Marlon Wayne's like partner in the game, well, his like teammate, like does a slam dunk, but then also has a heart attack, and then uh, he falls on the floor, and then he dies, like right, b- and then the team sucks or something like that. But so he ends up ha- like his ghost. Marlon Wayne's is the only one who could see the ghost, but he like helps. It, it's kind of like Angels in the Outfield, but. <laughs> With basketball, but with basketball, basketball, angels in the outfield, basketball. Wait, honestly, that's the same premise. It's just with basketball. <laughs> so Marlon's the Not only thinking one about it. It is angels in the outfield with basketball. <laughs> what 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 is the sign? Like, remember the arms, the flapping. Oh, yeah. What is this one? Like a, a jump shot? Like he's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all supposed to be talking about wrestling. I know what the fuck we're all talking about basketball and Marlon Wayne's. All right. So do you ever see uh don't be a midnight game? <laughs> the the one I, I want to bring this up just because I don't want to forget it. Um, because it's the first memory that came out when I wanted to be like, I want to talk WWE. I want to talk. Well, for us it was WWF and shit like that. But uh, like I want to talk about that with Carlos. The first memory that I, I I'm like, I better not forget this is <laughs> all right. Our, our, huh? I hope you're gonna say it. Oh, I mean, what was he? If not, then you bring up what you thought I was going to say. All right. So my dad is very much like, he was like that so much and so much stuff, like, especially with me, with like my black, my, my black nail polish, all this and that. My mom on the other hand, our mom, she was very much about like, she was always open to things that we would do. If we were interested in anything, you know, so Carlos, there was this wrestler. His name was Rikishi, and he <laughs> loved, loved Rikishi. What was his move? What was the move that he would do? The stink face. Yes, the stink face. So, like, someone would be against the ring, and he would go and put his ass on their face. And he, mom bought you a shirt, right? It was yeah. a shirt, but on the back, no, so what did it say? So, we were at the swap meet. This is back in the swap meet era where we're always going like every Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, and we're walking around, and there was this like stand that had all these shirts, but then it had like a but you know it, it's the you know the, the low rider shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, the cheaper. And, yeah. And then there was like a massive selection of all the wrestlers because obviously during the Attitude Era and all that, I mean that was a big thing during SmackDown and so on. So it had every superstar of that of that time frame, and out of nowhere, there's just like that Rakisi shirt, and you know he's just kind of like posing. He has like. He has that Superman pose, but he's just kind of like standing there. And I think he had his sunglasses on because that was also, uh, 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 you know, one of his gimmicks at, at some point in time. Or maybe not the sunglasses. I don't remember. But I saw it. I was like, Mom, I want that shirt. You know, Mom just said, yeah. You know, the guy 
told him what size, you know, we told him what size and he just pulled it. Luckily, that size happened to be it on the wall. Yeah. So he pulled it down. And you know how a lot of times, you know, when whenever there's writing or something on the back of the shirt, they kind of like flip around to show you and, and you know, like, oh, you want is this yeah. okay? And you're like, oh yeah, you know, but this guy just literally took it down and just folded it like right there and then. They didn't didn't say anything, just boom, here you go. So we bought it, we took off. I mean, we still were in the swamp, man. And when I was all excited, like, I'm one with the shirt, you know, but I wanted to put it on right there. <laughs> so we get home and I go straight to my room and I put it on, like, all excited. Same thing. I didn't see the back of the shirt. I just <laughs> put it on. And then, and I was one of those kids that were like, when they got something new, I wanted to go show it off. So I would go take off to Adam and Daniel or, or Miko, even though we talked about how bad those kids were, but we would always, I was always going down there. And I took off running. But right before I opened the door to take off, <laughs> mom sees what it says on the back of the shirt. And it, you know, it says Rakishi and then the image in the front. But in the back, all big, it said, back that ass up. <laughs> so I took off running, not knowing, like, oh, my shirt is back that ass up. And I get to my, like, the group of, I don't even know where they were all that, where they were. <laughs> But I'm like, oh, look at my new Rakishi shirt. And it was them that told me, like, your shirt's just back that ass up. And all of us are laughing. I'm like, what? And I thought I was all cool. <laughs> and then I get home later on that day. And that's when mom's like, oh, you know, because I don't know who's, I think it was dad too that saw it and they read it. They're like, yeah, um, we, we need to fix that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and originally mom wanted to put a patch over it. Or, or she was trying to iron out the ass. And the That's shirt. what I saw. I came home and I was like, mom, what are you doing? And then she's right there try with an iron trying to burn off the ass. And it was yeah. not coming off. Yeah. And then that <laughs> shirt just got destroyed. So I wore it for a merely like a couple of hours. And I was again, I never saw it. Yeah. Because I was like, what's wrong? Mom? He's like, oh, and mom was like, cool about it. Because she's trying to like get rid of it, but it was dad. Like that's what she said. It's like, no, your dad is tan ojado, no le and you're just sad because it's my shirt, Akishi. I got to enjoy it for like hours. And that was it. Like I wish we still had that shirt somewhere. <laughs> you would see the ass just kind of chipped off a bit, but that's it. I mean, I like no lie. I all I did was just search Rikishi shirt and that shirt pops up because it's oh, really? all big in the back that says back <laughs> that ass up. I like, yeah, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it's all like back that. They also had one where it said it in what the fuck? Hold on. Um, you but know, yeah, going, man, what happened? Going on the Rakishi thing, because I I recently just told somebody that story. I think it was my coworker I was talking to about it. Yeah, but or no, no, actually, no. I did. I was like in a obviously kind of like you, where Facebook, you're just watching videos of you know wrestling and and, and just going down memory lane. But one thing that made me laugh out it where it's that expectation of reality or something that you remembered as a kid yeah like, oh man they were badass and you see them now you're like what the? <laughs> and that happened with me and that because i was watching I, I think the 99 royal rumble or, or whatever during the attitude era 
Yeah. And it's the year that Rakishi comes out and Scotty Too Hottie and Grandmaster Sexy come out. And I remember them too, when all three of them were like a thing, I remember them being like, you know, the the hit, you know, they were the comic relief, but they were so cool because of the, the worm and the dance. I didn't remember what they looked like because in my head, I thought they were cool. Now yeah. as an adult and I see what they look like. They're the, the <laughs> dorkiest white guys ever. And I was like, why did we think this was cool? <laughs> what year was it? I I don't know. Just put I mean, put Grandmaster Sexy and Scotty Too Hottie, but All right. Royal Rumble. And you'll see that thing where, you know, Rakish, I think it's a a Grandmaster Sexy is in the ring with, with Rakish and he's about to throw him out. And then Scotty Too Hottie comes out. I was like, no, no, no. And that's when they used to do their dance. And then that's when they steal the show for a quick second where they would. That's why all the kids wanted sunglasses because Rakishi would put them on and then they would do that stupid dance in the middle of the ring. And I remember Daniel and Adam. <laughs> Daniel was like, Adam's Rakishi because he's fat. So we would always be <laughs> grandmaster sexy and Scotty Too Hottie. <laughs> he's and, like you're you're the fat guy so you're gonna be him <laughs> he like right away just got <laughs> like he's like all right you, you have no choice but yeah and i remember when we would watch the like the pay-per-views like in the live room we would be we would all three of us would do the dance and mom would be like Aw. <laughs> mom is all because <laughs> you remember we 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 would host we were the ones with the illegal capos so we always had, <laughs> hey, hey yeah we gotta get arrested <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure we, we paid. Nah, who cares? Nobody cares now. <laughs> like at the time, remember, we were one of the houses that had illegal cable, so everyone showed up at our house to watch all the WrestleManias <laughs> and all the pay per view <laughs> events. Speaking of Rakishi, where you only wore that shirt for like two two minutes or an hour, I remember this one time, Dad. This is when we were older already. All right, so you weren't like a little kid. Well, you kind of were, but um dad paid like two three hundred bucks to do like all this the satellite to get everything like illegal and shit so this is probably because i was already moved out that's what was funny i was already moved out so but i would come and visit and shit and they they bought it dad's like oh yeah 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 i'm like oh that's cool yeah we got everything all the channel you know because we had a cousin or something and then no lie within that same day they took it off and I was just like, what happened? I thought you were going to do. And it was because all the porn, like they couldn't block it. It was all there and they were afraid you're going to see it. So it went to wait. And mom was so mad because your dad, you know, pagó like $300 and that's it. He's not even going to put it on. He just took it down. I was like, man, like, that oh, I always wonder what happened to it. Because <laughs> I remember that was another thing where I ran outside. Guys, I got all the people. <laughs> and then he showed up and the- nothing. that was why because he didn't know how to block the channels so it was just because the way it was set was nothing was blocked everything is open and you can't add a parental control because that defeats the purpose of it like it's all this there and he couldn't do it so within those two hours he's like nah (laughs) yeah you know i do remember us getting it and then us shortly not having it now now it all yeah. makes sense <laughs> and what happened was the guy came after like maybe a two weeks three weeks later and he said like uh you know i could set it where it's like you'll have a lot of stuff blocked 
and it'll guarantee that block. But most of the pay-per-view is just blocked and that like, nah, yeah, that's fine. And then, so when you wanted to watch something, you couldn't, cause it was all blocked. Mm. Like I remember we went over once and they were showing the blue man group concert. And I got all mad because we couldn't watch it. <laughs> I was all <laughs> mad. I, every now and again, I look back at that moment. I get all like ashamed of myself and embarrassed because I was like, why did I get so mad that I couldn't watch Blue Man? <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, what the fuck? I was telling mom, I was like, what's the point of having cable? We can't even watch Blue Man. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid. So you're yeah. Scotty too hottie and the guy they have hats. One of them has a hat with his hair sticking out from the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, they're dorky looking guys. And I remember they do. them looking looking cool back then. Like for kids, I was just like, they're the coolest people ever. I can't wait to be like them, you know. Yeah. And then shortly after, that's when the Hardy Boys, you know, took their fame and everybody wanted to be the Hardy Boys. Like oh yeah. Fun. Or everyone the Dudleys. You know, that too. When that whole the t- the TLC matches started happening, I remember all of us were buying like tube socks, but then cutting it and then putting it in our arms just to look like Matt Hardy. So we're walking around with socks. <laughs> Mom's like, "Why do all your socks have holes in them?" <laughs> and we would take markers and write, draw the black on there just so we could match it. But yeah, so I stupid. remember <laughs> us having uh, uh, socks on our arms. Ah, uh, man, it says hey, right here. Grandmaster Sexy um, of Too Cool. He's the son of Jerry Lawler. Oh, you know what? Now I see it. I yeah. do see it you know, because I, I, I recently saw what they look like. But now, yeah, I do see the face. Yeah. The, the, the reason why, because I'm seeing an article where it says Brian Christopher, his actual name, dead. Former WWE star, uh, Too Cool and son of Jerry Lawler, the Grandmaster Sexy, dies after suicide attempt in jail. Oh, wow. It's like. Yeah, like the dark side of the ring, fucking there's a lot of sadness right here. But I, you know, I don't really want to talk too dark because this is a comedy show, so we don't want to bring it down. But it just came up to me, like it just popped up that that shit's crazy. But I mean, back when those characters, like, yeah, fucking this, this is they were embarrassing. A big thing. Everyone had sunglasses. I remember that. And everybody was doing the dance. And of course, it, have you had that one kid in the group who knew how to do the worm? So they would do the W O. R-M, and then do a worm and then they just do the whole dance <laughs> we thought this shit was amazing back when man like like i, I don't know i, I, I loved some it of the clips and i'm just embarrassed to be like man <laughs> why did i like this or what how did how did i think this was real at some point i mean yeah we were all watching it like monday night raw and then of course later on when smackdown came in and everyone was like did you see smackdown like you felt like a dummy if you didn't watch it yeah because everybody was talking about it that's the thing yeah you know what i hated all right because it for for us it aired on the usa channel that's where it was remember that like it was always on the usa channel and i hated i hated when shit would be going down right at the tail end of the episode and it says all right that's that's wwe you know we'll see you next week and you're like like and then the the show is over and they're still doing stuff like i hated that because it would leave you on a cliffhanger uh, yeah. and it drove me crazy in which that was their plan all along to get you like oh, i can't wait to tune in you know and they added the thursday like what was it smackdown was thursday right yeah smackdown and was then, thursday yeah like but before that it was always just monday night raw that's it monday night raw and then i think towards the end of 
like SmackDown came about probably like towards the end of like the two. It was like in the two thousands, yeah, early two thousands, late night, yeah, something like that. Um, fucking like there, there, there's so much like here. I think I have fucking. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Right? Going going back on the these hooligans of our friends back when the the Ish and Edgar. Do you remember how I? In the neighborhood, I was one of the first kids to like The Rock before he became The Rock. You did? I don't remember. I got a haircut one time, and you remember? And you know, my hair is curly. And you know, during that time, The Rock had that little little fro, that little. I, don't know, I mean, the way it looks in Young Rock with his curly hairish on top. Yeah, that was my hair. So I remember one time someone's like, "Oh, he looks like Rocky, my uh, you know, Rocky, my view Junior," and then that that became <laughs> a time to me yeah. that I looked like The Rock or whatever they were calling him back when so that became like my little hero you know my little hero my hero because it was like you know what this guy's cool but then everybody didn't like the rock in the beginning because you no. remember everyone I, I don't know when it went 80 when he became you know the, the people's champ and you know all that stuff but in the beginning era he wasn't liked. like when i i think he was in the the, the nation or the the nation of domination yeah like he was part of that and he, he was hated there but when he went solo that's when everything changed and he got all big. And I just remember, I like the first guys. <laughs> trying to be like, you're like, one of those things like that. Those, those uh, hipster guys are like, I liked it before it was popular, but it was true. Like, like, I mean, let's see. Uh, so yeah. So from 96 to 97, uh, he was Rocky Maivia. So, because when he first came out, he was, he came out as flex, uh, Kavana, and that was from June 1st of 96 to August 20th to 96, and that didn't fly. So then they were like, all right, well, I'm Rocky Maivia. And I remember, I I don't remember the pay-per-view match, but there was one where he came out. I remember the announcers being like, oh, you know, he's the son of Rocky Maivia. This is Rocky Maivia Jr., you know, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Like, he's this wrestler. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm for me, I'm thinking I'm seeing him for the first time. Like, oh, he's, he's royalty. Fucking no one liked him because in that that list, the thing I told you about, the top 10, there was one where, like, uh, wrestlers whose first gimmick failed and then became huge the second time around. And The Rock was number two. Because there is another wrestler who's when he first came out, didn't work. And then the second character he created blew up. And that was John Cena. Because John Cena, I guess, was bigger uh, with the WWE. But, um, yeah, The Rock and fucking people hate it. And I hate it. Hated fucking was it the nation of domination? Yeah, that had Farouk, Mark Henry, Ahmed Johnson, <laughs> D'Lo Brown, the Godfather, <laughs> and Owen Hart. Oddly enough, you know why I hated it? The cheap ass song, We Are the, we nation. Are the nation, a domination. We are the nation, a domination. We are. <laughs> <laughs> i think that the all right see that's the one thing is that i mean it's, it'll never be the way it is I, i've seen what some of it is now and it's just like, yeah. yeah dude but my the whole it, the nation of domination and then when the dx came out that changed everything too oh for, for yeah kids. It didn't matter if you if you were a boy or girl. People were always doing the suck it thing, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you have a penis!" And I was just being stupid <laughs> about it. You you would be far away from your friend, like super far away, and they would look at you, and then they would just go suck it, and you're burning. You'd just be mad at each other. <laughs> 
no for for me the other way around this is god this is stupid and embarrassing like we're dumb but in high school i knew this other guy we called him stone code because he was obsessed with stone cold like this guy loved wwe so he was the guy i could talk to but he'd be like far away like say lunchtime and i see him from afar and he'd do this and then i that's how i would signal back to him like hey what's up that was our what's up was doing the x <laughs> oh man no it's like because everybody none of the guys lewis and you know johnny and all them like they weren't wrestling fans but he was that guy um i think i forget what the fuck we, we call we just called him stone cold i don't remember his name anymore but we called him stone cold and he's the guy i could talk to wrestling about because fucking dude i love like I was still a huge fan throughout the nineties, late nineties watching wrestling, but fucking see, and that's the thing too, it's like how we believe these things were I remember I mean way before like streaming before even us even having a tape of it one time, but when we were even as kids reminiscing about matches and when we talked about it's like remember when Undertaker versus Undertaker and we would talk about that match and then when you see it as an adult was like how did we think that this undertaker looked like the other <laughs> he's shorter he's like, yeah he's shorter and he's nowhere does he look like him <laughs> i don't like oh man it's like all right you 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 mikosh edgar and ish and like you're all like talking about i can't remember it must have been one of like the like the hardcore style matches and i was like I, I felt all cool because you guys always like talking to me like because I like I knew stuff as uh, you guys saw it. And then one day I was like, nah, man, like you think that's that was fighting. That's real. Mm -mm. You know what? The the WrestleMania that they had at the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim, that one had the the backyard mat. I mean, the back lot match with Goldust and Roddy Piper. That is the most realist match ever. Like and I, I'm like, you guys are all just there with like in trance like eyes open like oh wow i'm like yeah man they were like punching for real that's the most realest fight ever and i remember watching it in junior high and seeing that match where roddy piper's like laying full-on punches to to go dust his face and all this and that and i was like oh he was so real so then like a day or two later ish comes up to me with edgar they're like Man, that was so fake. We rented and rented it and it was cheap. And then I watched it. <laughs> oh, fake. I was like, why the fuck did I think this was so real? And I was like, yeah, in junior high, when I watched it, the pay-per-view at my friend's house, we were like, oh, like, oh, shit. Like, oh, we were so thinking it was real. But if you watch that today, it is so fake and cheap. Like, man, like the perception we had as kids, man. Fuck the wonder. I know Undertaker made a statement about what it is now, and I know all these new wrestlers got mad for what he said. Mm, but I yeah. mean, I, I kind of see what he meant by that because back then it wasn't all glam, it wasn't all like color. And that's what it looks like that it's all sparkles and colors now. As back then, yeah, you had blood, you had the tax, you had all this stuff. And of course, when we dealt with the whole TLC matches, like we we're oh, quick what is the tlc matches because when i hear tlc i think of like lisa left <laughs> eye open and waterfalls and shit <laughs> um it was uh the freaking uh tables ladders and chairs oh god damn it that's so true because <laughs> every time i was like what is tlc i can't i can't picture and all i picture is them don't go chasing water you know i was like and then yeah tables lat yeah 
And also, too, it's like we had some of the coolest characters who later on, like, just their storyline changed. And one of the biggest things that always bothered me, and I'm pretty sure it bothered you, was Kane. Kane, Kane's uh, story changed throughout the years. The reason why he wore a mask is because he got, he was, you know, Undertaker's brother and he got burned in the house. uh, Yeah. You know, it's it's stuff that we believe, but (laughs) now that we're older, we're like, you know, it's all scripted. Yeah. It's so cheap. I I I truly believe that, that that's his brother. (laughs) But after watching Young Rock and they kind of show how the, how they do the gimmick of like how matches are set. And I was like, yeah, dude, like, I can't believe we believed all these storylines. Like seriously, oh my, like wow! I can't believe uh, <laughs> Triple H tricked uh, what, what's her face's uh, the daughter. I forgot her name. Stephanie McMahon Stephanie to get married. I, Are you I, talking I can't about believe that? He tricked her to get married, and then it's just like, but I mean, it, <laughs> it was so just stupid. all this stuff that we hated, or or you know, yeah, because it was the guy a wrestler was Test. She was marrying Test. At Mon- I think it was Monday Night Raw, and they're having a big old ceremony. Here comes the wrestlers as like the groomsman and her bridesmaids, and then and then that's when Triple H comes out. He's like, "Hey, I got a video for you guys." And then he's driving down uh, Vegas. He's driving yeah, down yeah. Vegas. Like, check out Vegas, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna pull in here." In which, when we went to Vegas, we tried to go to that. We went to another drive-through one where we got married, but we wanted to go to that one because she Julia was like, "Oh, remember the one where Hunter?" I'm like, "Yeah." Because Julia was a fan of WWE too. So, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, we wanted to, but we found another one that, like, had no line. So, we're like, let's just go here. So, we still did the drive through, but we talked about that, that episode. And it was so funny. And then it's just like, man, like, the how, how the way they play off, like, McMahon, he was so mad. He had a bat and he wanted to go beat the crap out of yeah. Triple H and, 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 and Sean. Uh, no, not Sean. Uh, what's the son's name? Uh, was it Sean? No, 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 that's uh, Sean, Shane, Shane Shane McMahon. Sorry, yeah, Shane. Shane, He would go, Dad, Dad, you gotta stop. So he's like, Get out of here, I'm gonna go. And then then she talks him, Dad, but then it comes out that it was all uh, she was in on it the whole time. Like, like, and I'm watching this, I was like, Oh, shit, like that's so crazy. Like, (laughs) so cheap, man. But then also, too, like, like looking back, or even with that South Park episode when they made fun of wrestling <laughs> oh, yeah. like how true that episode was like yeah uh, yeah it really was like a novella for who are wrestling you know yeah like <laughs> it, it was spot on and then yeah we, we grew up thinking these storylines were real we're just like dude what like you, we felt bad for these characters and in reality it's just it's dumb yeah, like, because like i like dx like what it, it consisted of Shawn michaels Triple H, China, X Pac, or X Pac or X Pac? I always thought it was X Pac. Yeah, it probably is like X Pac. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and then the New Age Outlaws that featured Road Dog, Jesse James, Badass, uh, Mr. Ass, Billy Gunn. And then, yeah, uh, it's like the DX. And I, I just thought like those guys were like, Oh man, the stuff they would do to mess with everybody, like like the time they were outside D- uh, ECW in like yeah. a tank, and I believe like all oh, these guys are <laughs> badass, man. <laughs> They're messing with WCW, like and then, wow. And then later on, that's when the censored nation came in to play. Oh man, because the they sen- they were trying to tone it down. Because you remember how I got you know, it, it did get a little sexy for us back in the day. Oh but- yeah, like the the brawn panties match and all of that. Like it got crazy, but. It, it got 
to a point where there was like this censored group and I remember they they censored the Godfather, so they they changed his character for a little bit to the Good Father. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. And then Stupid that's when dog. Billy Gunn couldn't be. He had, I think, Billy Gunn did a match to keep his name or something like that, where he went from Mister Ass to Billy Gunn. Yeah, because of that that nation or that sense, like right when they were about, because I remember one time they were about to do something where it was supposed to be like sexual, and then right when I was about to, that's when the censored the thing popped up on the screen, and it was like, <gasps> and then they come out and oh, here we go, here we go, uh, right to censor a late attitude era led by ECW alum Steve Richards that was opposed to the smut in the WWF. They were blatant mockery of the parents' television console. Uh, they were led by. Uh, bull book like some diva I don't even remember any of these names but he's like and the reformed Val Venus and the former godfather known as the good father um, yeah because he would go around because he used to be like uh, what you would call it what was the thing called the, the whole train yeah the whole train <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was because Linda McMahon was trying to get into politics so they use this to like Instead of just doing a wipe clean slate of everything, they were like, well, let's just create characters that clean everybody up. And then he's like, yeah, the WWF did eventually go in a lighter and softer direction. All the, oh, oh, actually, no, this is not, oh, that, well, let me bring this up. So in 2008, the summer of 2008, it's, it turned PG. That's it. WWE now is straight out PG. So one, no more blood. They can't show blood anymore. Like, you know how, like, before they would purposely cut themselves and share, or they would do, like, hardcore matches, and you see blood, people bleeding, that's out. Uh, any form of, like, sexiness and all that, cursing, nothing. No more, like, you can't even say, like, you know, smack that ass or whatever the Rakishi thing was, whatever. Back that ass up. All that's gone because they flat out went PG with WWE. And it's, it's like, it's completely changed, man, from when we were watching it to now. Like they, they, it's, it's all family related, but yeah, there's, there's this famous, uh, clip. It's a Booker T where he drops the N word. <laughs> I've seen that. They saying something to Hulk Hogan and he drops it, but you see it in his face. Like from this point on in WCW, we take what we want. And after we take Lex Luger and the child, we want the gold sucker. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. I just said that on television. Yeah, and the girl, the, the girl that's with him even kind of like gives him a rub, like it's yeah, okay, like it's, it's okay, a- don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he like he oh, was such man. a character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he was his, his his thing, the way his face looked, it, it looks exactly the same way in the Andy Dick show blooper where he's like, this is Hollywood. Like he's like, oh, like his face was exactly the same. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh shit i'm like looking in the stupid right to censor they look like the like mormons they had yeah, yeah. a button up, i mean a white button up black tie sleeveless yeah it featured uh, a, a wrestler i don't remember her name but it, she said it's called ivory and then yeah the godfather with uh, val venus like they were all just like that's hilarious that they freaking they did that um, you know what's crazy is like all right so because of it being an act and sometimes us believing it uh, uh, not to 
change the tone. I get, yeah, this is a comedy show and all that. But one thing I did learn from watching Dark Side of the Ring, if you haven't seen that show, I mean, it's on Fuse, I think, or if you could find episode streaming, Dark Side of the Ring tells like stories of like crazy stories about, you know, wrestling history. There's some stuff that you might not know of, or some obviously stories that we all knew of, like the Chris Benoit story and then, you know, the Owen Hart story, stuff like that. Um, But there were, they talked about um, that character for a bit puke, which I, I remember him shortly and then he disappeared. And I was like, dude, what the hell happened to him? Like, I remember him, like when, when he's being interviewed, you see him in a, in a wheelchair. He's like in a wheelchair. He's like, he, he, you know, he's paralyzed. And what happened was during a live match that he got power bombed and it broke his back. And obviously, you know, when that happens, you know, we're, we're watching and we're so used to them kind of doing the paramedics yeah. and they take them out. You're like, oh, but that was literally the end of his career yep. where that happened right there and then. And that was the reason why he disappeared. And I never knew that until I saw Dark Side of the Ring. I just thought like, oh, that was it. Like that was his character. But he literally got injured in, a, in front of a live audience and on television. Yeah. And that was the end of his, 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 yeah, his career. I, I mean, it is crazy. Like, cause here's another thing that I learned. Cause it wasn't one of the top 10 lists. Whenever a wrestler truly gets hurt and they need medical attention, they do this. The, the officials, they do an X, they create an X. The moment the official does an X, that's when we know, Hey, this isn't like we need, they need help. They need a, a fucking, and it's crazy. Cause like, like, it's funny, like where there's, there's um like the one where it's Eddie Guerrero when he first came out. And it was his first time out wrestling because they they all left WCW. That that shit went bankrupt. So they all jumped, you know, to fucking WWF. And I remember Eddie Guerrero, he does that frog splash and he does it. But when he lands, he breaks his arm and you see it. And he's like, ah, I remember why I was like, oh, shit. And then, yeah, because like for the first like two months of him there, he always had a cast. But yeah, the, yeah. the, the official did the X. On, on him and it's just it's just crazy because it's like fucking like people who like have gotten hurt or like actually hurt like uh our who's that rko guy um there was a bunch of gifts about the guy like little memes of that guy oh that guy uh i know who you're talking about yeah that's his like his thing that he does rko i don't even know because it's a newer guy sorry people um but he does this thing before he does his like slam like tackle type of thing he slams his arms on the on the ring to hype himself up well he did that once and basically like his old arm just went whoop, like dislocated his old like whoop, and it went he's like oh shit. <laughs> it's like yeah and there's a another one it was i think it may have been goldberg it may have been goldberg uh he was fighting against uh undertaker it's in it, he was in that documentary where he did a like a fucking slam on taker and he landed on his head and taker said like it was so close like it could have ended bad he could have been paralyzed and taker got mm. pissed off like at him yeah there's like some wrestlers were like they were they they've just done shit that they aren't safe to like wrestle with um but yeah like i'm telling you go to that, that yeah, thing certain moves to- change down the line anything that had to to do with their head like more and more with the tombstone you saw how high their head would be like back then their head would actually kind of hit the mat 
And then little yeah. by little, it would get higher. And I was just like, po- uh, certain power bombs were, you know, ever since what happened to Puke, yeah. they, they, they banned that move because, you know, obviously someone's life changed they, forever. They don't want to risk it. I mean, it's it's understandable on that on that aspect. Freaking well, hey, they don't do uh chair chair shots no more. That's out. Really? Yeah, that's gone. They don't do chair shots either. I saw it in that list. That's what I'm telling you. There's so much that I've been learning about the current state of WWE to that. Like Vince McMahon, he's always in the back with ARP and like telling them how to run things and stuff like that. Like he he gets crazy. Like there is there's this wrestler that they're fucking trying to uh they kept pushing called Roman Reigns, and people would fucking always like boo you know this guy sucks like talk uh, always and there's a wrestlemania where they were trying to push him up with that guy who has that penis sword tattoo on his chest he used to be a w i mean uh ultimate fighter guy i forget his name brock lesnar and they were fighting and people were just like boo boring and then fucking it was driving mcmahon crazy so he felt before it gets too out of hand especially since it's live and it's being picked up they ended the match within six minutes it was supposed to be a 20 minute match so he ends the match and Brock Lesnar was pissed because he knew this this came from Vince. So there's live footage from the where he walks from the back and he has the, the championship belt and he fucking throws it at McMahon and McMahon oh, like send, you, send me that thing. Yeah, I'll, 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 it's just it's just crazy. But yeah, like chair shots is one that they completely got rid of because it's. Just I know like, Brock Lesnar almost had a fatal blow to himself one time at a yeah. WrestleMania. He, 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 that was one where he got so because of like his muscles on his chest, that's yeah. what pretty much saved his life. But it was when he like, he was on one side of the ring on the, on the turnbuckle on the top yeah. and his opponent was like laying down and he did a backflip and the way he landed, like he, I don't even know how he, I remember cause Carlos, uh, or, you know, the other Carlos, he was into wrestling longer than all of us. So he would kind of be, he would tell me some stuff. Was, oh, and that was a match that he had showed me. Cause he had it recorded and i remember being like damn yeah he it, it would have been really bad but because of the, the muscles that he had on his chest that's what pretty much saved him. yeah it says right here that brock lesnar suffered one of the worst injuries in wwe history back in 2003 when he landed right on his neck in a wrestlemania 19 main event with kurt angle yeah oh yes i i see your back your background with all the wrestlers and i see head right there oh <laughs> oh remember that Chico's? that's funny and do you remember the i quit match or the t- the, the match that got him fired fired no wait what what go remind me refresh right. my memory <laughs> so, um so he's fighting i think triple h it was like a literally a, like elimination thing to get yeah. him out or, i don't know what the hell it was and his his tag team partner was his head. Obviously, that was like <laughs> against him, but there he was like, whatever, I'm, I'm gonna try to yeah. do this on my own type of deal. And I remember at some point he uh I think that's Al Snow. Yeah, Al Snow. Yeah. So Al Snow's like knocked out and they grab that mannequin head and <laughs> <laughs> They, they got the they got a shampoo bottle of the head and shoulders yeah and they stuck it into the mannequin paw and that's how they pin the the head and the because it's a head and shoulders so that was the body and 
<laughs> oh my god that's so stupid <laughs> and we believed it <laughs> oh my god man. Uh, these don't know Shit, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, like there, there. I got, I got. Let's before we get into like the wrestlers we clearly loved. I want to talk about the ones I hated. Like I would like the for me because like being in the nineties and I, you know, I like the darks and you know, fucking, you know, being like rocker goth and all that. I hated, I hated fucking Gangrel, that fat vampire guy. Oh, I was gonna say I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name, but he's on my list. <laughs> I hated that. He got fired because he was too fat. That's why Vince McMahon got rid of him because he wouldn't lose weight. He just so they got rid of his ass. But I hate. And then that's when um, what was it called? The Brood, where it was a uh, Edge and Christian joined him, and they were like vampires and shit. God, I oh, thought it was I so. Forgot stupid. about that. Because they were they were obviously cashing in on like the with the whole like Marilyn Manson and all the rock music that was going on at that time. Like cheap ass wrestler, man. It's funny that we're talking about wrestling because a, a meme came up towards uh, D'Lo Brown. And you know how D'Lo Brown always did his little head. Yeah. <laughs> well, somebody put he's like when your uncle goes to the bathroom at a party and comes back. And that's obviously because your uncle does coke. So he's all in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, oh i just i just remember because i see jerry lawler's head behind me right there like there is a royal rumble <laughs> there's a royal rumble okay and then they're like they go the you know remember i always loved the royal rumble that was always one of my favorites from like every year i've always loved it because it's so exciting because they do the countdown. Uh, the whole audience, 10, 9. Even when you're watching it with your friends, your brothers, like, because me and Caesar and his friends, like, we were all being into it. And then with you, like, so you're counting down because you're like, who, who's it going to be next? And there's this one time where it's like, and then, and then, and then you know, the music and it's Lawler. And he's like, he's like, you know how he's officiating or, or you know, talking. So he like takes off his, his thing. He removes his like, whatever, like, oh, yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> And he literally climbs into the ring, literally steps in, and one of the wrestlers just comes and goes boom, and he falls right out. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And I thought that was the funniest thing ever because he was so like cocky, like me, like oh yeah, like and then there he goes, and he's like waving, and then yeah, the moment he steps in to start the match, they just knocked him right out. Oh man. <laughs> You know what's funny is that with this whole cancel culture, like how did they not get mad that the Mexican table always got broken? <laughs> right? They're like, oh, every time they were about to do something on the table, they're like, oh, there they go. They're gonna go on the Mexican table. Oh. Yeah. And it's like there it is. And they never it was just it, it was a given. It was always break that table. And then for the rest of the match, you just saw the two guys like. Just, just sitting on a chair, like a folded yeah. chair with nothing. Yeah, they always fucked with the Mexican, like the, the Spanish translation one. Yeah, I was like, it made me mad. I was like, why their table? Always theirs. Yeah, they would do the other table randomly, but it was always them. We're like, man, that's not fair. 
that's fucked up. Nah, I mean, that became a, a joke. It was just like, oh, wow, just gonna be the Mexican table. I know there's this funny it. meme. I gotta find it, but also if I find it, but it's about that. Like, there's like it shows like them, like like it. I think they use like a cartoon. Maybe it's like Mo or something. But yeah, a, um, another wrestler I hated was I hated Dude Love. Oh I, yeah, I remember. I, was, I remember you hating. Yeah. <laughs> Like Anytime he came out, Cactus Jack and obviously Mankind, but oh, oh wait, we gotta talk about that. But um, oh, I think I know where you're gonna go. Yeah, but yeah, I mean his three characters. Yeah, I I knew how much you hated Do Love. <laughs> yeah, and then it was like all like that off. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll, I'll go back to what I was gonna say, but the dumbest thing to own was buying the wrestling CD, where <laughs> all. All it was was just everybody's intro songs and on a CD. Yeah, like I, I, I know I had a copy. Uh, Adam and Daniel had a copy, but there was a thing too that we used to do because Adam had like, well, Daniel and Adam had a, a a vacant room in the back of their house. Yeah, and that became our wrestling ring. So we would always wrestle in that room, and we used to call it the lonely room. But we that was our our ring, and I remember us always uh just doing these matches. I mean, we we're actually doing some pretty hard stuff, like actually hurting each other. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I remember one time Daniel, well, he, this is like obviously during that era where we were wrestling too because we saw it on TV. But it was a match between Adam and I. And he had one of those like styrofoam, like cooler chests. And I yeah. remember doing the famous sir on Adam through that, that ice chest. And like I knocked him out. And like that, that's when during that time period when The Rock was like a, a special referee and he would go one, two, it doesn't matter if I kill this thing. <laughs> and I remember getting so mad at Daniel. I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like, because remember I had I mom bought me uh the the championship belt. I vaguely remember. So I had a championship belt, so I would take it over there, and that's how we would actually play to see who would actually who was going to have the match to have that belt. And Adam and I were going back and forth for that belt. Yeah. And Daniel did that to me. And I got all mad chasing Daniel around to get him to be like, dude, come on, play fair, play fair. As that's <laughs> happening, Adam got up and I didn't know. And then he came out of nowhere, picked me up and choke slapped me on the floor. <laughs> I go out and then Daniel counts the three for him. And I just remember being so pissed off all because he copied the rock for that, that stupid count. <laughs> One of the things like we, because we used to wrestle back when, like before you were around when, before you were born, we used to tell you, remember you would say, where am I? We'd be like, Oh, you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, when we used to wrestle, we all, one of us would always do the Hulk Hogan thing. And he was famous for this. So anytime somebody would put Hogan in a sleeper hold, what they would do is they, the, the official would lift his arm and he'd lift it and it would drop dead like all fast. They'd get it a second time and it would drop down all dead. So the, the third time, that's it. It's the three count right there. So they would lift his arm. And then it would almost fall, and then he would start shaking it, like all <laughs> shaking it into the air, all like you know. And, and then that's when he would start to stand up, and the person holding him would always be like, "No, no, no, no!" 
<laughs> and then he would always be like, <gasps> <laughs> I was like, and we would like see that because we're like, oh no, the Hulk, he's in this. And then we would get excited. Like we would believe it. So whenever we would play wrestle, we'd always do that shit. One of us would always do that. <laughs> All right, lift the arm. Oh no, it's that one lifted arm and two. And then we do, and then we start raising it. Another thing is like, um, what you're calling it. One thing we used to do, this was uh, with me as Mexican wrestlers. <laughs> because we were basically uh, like friends when we were little we would you know before all the sports and shit like that he would we would have the mexican wrestler mask because we would always go with dad to mexico and tj and all of that and go meet all these wrestlers and shit and we got to see them without their masks and when and we would they would always give us merchandise the figures the masks so what we would do is we would be in the front yard it would be like we'd switch places so let's just say carlos like you're wearing the wrestler mask I would come up to you in the with the Disney autograph book and I'd be like, oh, can I get your autograph? Can I get your autograph? <laughs> and then you draw your little face like your Mexican record and then sign it and give it back to me. Then we switch position. I'll be like, all right, now it's my turn. I'll wear the mask and you come up to me and ask for my autograph. And we would play like that. Think we thought it was cool and badass. <laughs> well, for fans who didn't know, I mean, our, our dad used to be a, a radio I mean, a announcer for Mexican Luchadora. So he, yeah, that's how later on, I, you know, I believe dad would, he knew what was going on because when dad would show me home videos of him being in matches and sometimes he would be a part of the show where they would like knock him out. Like I remember dad always telling us, oh, it's not real. And of course, when you, you oh. tell that to a kid, it's not real. You're like, Get your knees. but dad <laughs> really did, dad did have the insight of, um, knowing it's it's not real you know yeah but of course we, we don't want to believe it and <laughs> i always think about that story of you and caesar which i mean i wasn't around for that but i i don't know who was it that was on the ring that was rolling it was me <laughs> <laughs> see but here's the thing they add a, a, a layer to it that's not true that's the thing that always bugged me, but I'm like, whatever. I just, I'll let them tell the story. But it's it, the part that you're going to say, it's not true. Like, that's the thing. No one was around. I was by myself in the ring just playing. Like, I was just rolling around, and I kept rolling. And so, at one moment, I completely just rolled off the ring. <laughs> and it's high. Oh, I didn't know there was somebody else in there. I was always told that you were just by yourself playing. Well, no, because dad tells a story that he goes that I'm saying, Papi, mira, Papi, mira, mira, okay, Papi, yeah, mira. That's... Like, dad, look, dad, look. And then I fall and dad just sees me disappear. Like, oh, and that what that's not what happened. What happened is some people showed up because all they do is they're hearing a kid crying because on the floor, normally when they have matches, they put mats around the ring. Well, because there's nothing going on the mats are gone off the floor. So it's just concrete. So I'm on the, I'm on the ring and I'm just laying there and I'm like, man, this is so cool. Like I'm literally laying on the floor in the middle of the wrestling ring, looking at the massive arena. Like, oh man, this is so cool. Like it's just a cool experience as a kid. But then at one point I decide to just roll around for some dumbass reason. And then that's when I just, whoop, <laughs> and I just, <laughs> ah, and I was like, ah, 
started crying and that's when they came up i'm like i fell off the ring my dad just thought it was funny because it's like what's wrong with you <laughs> I, know, I know dad took me one time somewhere in downtown la because he still knew somebody who, who ran that stuff yeah so i did get to see like the uh, a ring in person which i thought was pretty cool to kind of be by it and stand inside yeah that's my only you know experience with it but when it comes to like wrestling and, and the hype of like always wanting to go to a show, yeah, we never went. You know, that WrestleMania that was at the Disney. Well, we did, but go on. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to that later. Okay. Um, Mom tried getting us tickets for WrestleMania or whatever pay per view event it was when it was at the Arrowhead Pond. Yeah. You know, and she tried, tried, and, you know, sadly, we, we couldn't get tickets, but instead we get tickets to go to Disneyland. So I'm like, all right, whatever. You Disneyland it is. Who happens to be at Disneyland? Mick Foley. <laughs> but you gotta say, like, or I'll I'll say it because I saw it happen. So I'm with my two cousins. Cause at the beginning of the park, I'm with you guys. I'm old. I'm in I'm in junior year in high school. So I'm with you, mom and dad. At some point on the haunted mansion, these girls that were in line were all like, like you know to me and i was like oh and then my mom and dad clearly could see what was happening so like you want to go by yourself i'm like yeah <laughs> and then i lost the girls and so i'm like around on the park by myself all sad like fuck like when am i gonna meet you guys <laughs> and then I, I run into our cousins so i was like oh shit they're here too so i'm with our i'm with our two cousins it was it one martin and frankie at one point we're in front of the the disney castle and out of nowhere, they weren't wrestlers. I mean, wrestlers, <laughs> they weren't wrestling fans. But I see, I was like, I just like one of them hit him like, dude, 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 that's that's Mick Foley. That's that's my holy shit. And he's just walking. I was like, what the fuck? And then no lie. <laughs> I just see a crazy guy following him and I see his dad. I'm like, oh, shit, and then there's my dad. <laughs> And I was like, dad, dad. And I ran up to him. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm trying to, I'm fine. He's like walking fast. I want a picture. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, maybe he thinks you're chasing. Him. <laughs> so I, yeah, wa- we I finally, mean, I don't know where those pictures are, but the camera roll of those pictures are like, there's Mick Foley on the Matterhorn. There's Mick Foley on Indiana Jones. There's Mick Foley <laughs> like in Fantasyland. Like, Dad took anytime we bumped into him. Dad took a picture. He, yeah, I mean, he just. I, I just remember because we were actually we were walking right by the Matterhorn and in between uh, Alice in Wonderland, and we're walking, and I'm just kind of like mom and dad are right in front of me, and I'm kind of looking back, like just you know sightseeing, and you know right on the left, well technically, yeah, if you're looking like at the main entrance of the ride on the right side, you know, there's the exit before you get to the, the, the finishing end of the ride. And I remember just kind of like, oh, look at those people there. Look at these people. And then out of nowhere, I see Mick Foley on the ride. And I was like, oh, Mick Foley's on the ride. And I ran up to mom and dad. And that's when I was like, remember, Mick Foley, Mick Foley. <laughs> so we go <laughs> at the end of the ride to wait for him to come out. And we took that picture. I remember I was wearing a, a Reptar shirt out of all shirts I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got embarrassed to show that show that picture later on in life, which I don't know where it's at. Not, it's probably gone now. But uh, but I had that picture, and I remember like when everyone I showed, they're like, "Oh, that's cool, boy. You wear a reptile shirt." Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the main event of that photo. Like the main attraction is the fact that you're standing with the wrestler, and their focus was your shirt. <laughs> Because it was Reptar all big, like practically taking. <laughs> I remember that shirt because it was like a full big ass Reptar. Yeah. <laughs> no one cared about Mick Foley. They just laughed at you on your shirt. 
But yeah, no, I, that, that was like the coolest thing to say that I met Mick Foley. Like, that's the only wrestler that I ever met. I mean, yeah, there was always like wrestlers that were at cons that I always wanted to go to. I mean, yeah, Rakishi being one of them, but we never got to experience any of that. And it wasn't until what, 2011 or so, or 2012, I don't remember when, when we finally got to go to an actual live taping. I mean, it, if there were free tickets i remember like not wanting to go it was kind of like the cafe to Cuba thing at first like i was like I don't yeah, it's go to 2011 this. i remember now 2011 like it's funny like caesar took me to go see cafe to Cuba when I, I couldn't remember who that band was at the time when he, he took me younger and then when I, we were in there i was like oh man it's pretty fun and then that's when i started realizing i know these songs this is that band you know so yeah, Caesar didn't tell me who the band was. He just said, Carlos, you used to like the song you sing it when you were younger. And I was like, okay, that doesn't help. But then when I'm at the <laughs> show, I was like, this is that band, you know? So it was just like. That's when you lost your a, shoe, right? Yeah, that was the night I lost my shoe. <laughs> but the, but the, the same thing, we go to this live taping. Of, oh my gosh. Of, that's a raw. I remember like, like obviously we have all these new wrestlers, we, all these new gimmicks. And I was just like, dude, what is this? Like, yeah, like, it, it was kind of like, eh, whatever it's we're experiencing it. Like, I, I just remember not really being into it because obviously I wanted to see what I wanted to see what we grew up with. So we were just kind of watching it play out and just trying to have a good time. I remember eating my nachos and just being like, oh, whatever. I'm having my, my arrowhead. Pot yeah, we're, we're more like we're just cracking jokes the whole yeah, time. That's like making fun. <laughs> We're like, right, at wrestling. The, <laughs> right at the tail end of the show yeah the rock comes out and it was like we could i just remember we were like, what throwing yeah. my nachos in the air and just that we whole, stood up so fast <laughs> like i think that two hours or an hour and a half of that whatever it was like it, it was, was worth it yeah. it was boring until that last 10 minutes of yeah. the show <laughs> And it was like, I'm so glad we were here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't even wrestle. He didn't do anything. All he did was just come out, say some things. He he did his famous if you smell and all of us were like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because um, we got we happened to get lucky with that because Caesar's ex-wife was huge into WWE at the time. So she knew they were going to be here while while they were going to visit. So she paid like over four hundred dollars to buy us all to uh, buy us all tickets. And it, I remember it was on I think it may have been Valentine's Day or like the day before, like because so, I remember it was like a Valentine style like show or something like that. Cause, and we ended up going and yeah, like, like they, they kept promoting this Hunter triple H movie where he's like a chauffeur or some shit. Like oh, yeah, yeah. Modern family. they kept every time in between when commercials would happen, like for the, cause they were filming, they would play that on the big screen for us. And like every, every commercial was that stupid commercial that, or it was a teaser because the undertaker was supposedly remember he was like retired but he just took vacation time so he had left and and then you know he they kept teasing like oh the undertaker and i kept getting excited because like what if he comes back for this episode did it but yeah like there were so many people i had no idea who they were but yeah man i was i was happy because that for us that that was our our generation even though the rock still comes back every now and again 
that was that that's like the the era where he was around was for us so to be at that event and to see something that connected with us like really stood out for us and it was awesome and it's just like you know i i, I would i've always wanted to go to like an actual main event like either wrestlemania or royal rumble those two were always the ones never gone you know but i i would go if i got tickets i go i go check it out you know it seems it seems fun it's it's a oh and and as i was talking undertaker remember how he would wear a mask yeah it's because he got fucked he broke his nose he messed it up uh one of the wrestlers i can't remember who now because i saw it on the list from that thing he actually got injured so he had to wear a mask to hide his injury that's oh, why he wow. wore a mask but oh speaking of people that i hated aside from gang i hated hated when he did the american badass yeah i remember when he came out for that first time we're like yeah but then after that i was like oh this is his new gimmick for a while i hated that it was so stupid with the kid rock song like get out of here like it was so dumb no, it was like, a, it was limp biscuit no it was the american badass because it's it was the song by kid rock limp biscuit oh, yeah, yeah. was the the theme that they used for that, WrestleMania. Rolling, rolling. i thought it was that one no, no, they did. It was called because the song was called American Badass. And he would play I, I, regard, besides the point. Like it was just a cheap because I always liked the goth version of The Undertaker. That was always my favorite. And and, you know, it sucked because it was expensive. But I what was it, like a year or two ago, like right before COVID, he was going to be at Frankenstein's. I wanted to go, but it was just it was too expensive. But I really wanted to meet him because he's one that his mystery like he he would never do signings he would never he was always in character you never ever so he didn't do any of that shit until right at the end of his you know journey his career so that was the only time i was like man like i i really i really wanted to see him like he was he's like we'll talk favorites right here undertaker was always my favorite wrestler um from from top to bottom some of the best matches were with the taker when he fought himself i think that i just can't um but no no like <laughs> <laughs> hell in the cell man people talk about that you know mankind probably second because that one that remember when the rock hit him like how many times with the chair oh hmm. yeah like that was I, like now thinking back to i remember us being like oh but now like i can't imagine having like me being a comedian, but then getting beat up on stage while I'm telling jokes and having the kids and Alyssa watch me do that live. Like they would always cut to his family. Why? Bleeding, and you just saw the real fear because obviously, yes, it's fake. But at the same time, why? Like I, I never understood that. Now I never understood that of like any match that he was like seriously getting injured, seriously bur- like bleeding. And then a quick shot to his wife and kids on the side of the ring, like just in fear, crying or, or, or whatever. No, like that was a documentary. You didn't see that with um, like if you're watching WWE, they didn't cut to his family. But there is a documentary because I remember like the wife is screaming and the kids are crying and she's covering them. That was a, some do- I think it may have been behind the mat or something, some documentary or many yeah because they were actually like they were filming and the documentary has that footage but if you're watching the the event they never cut to his family there because 
that's why we have so much like oh yeah the family like no and i remember it was some let me see i think it was called beyond or be beyond the mat it's beyond the mat i've seen that one yeah it, it's probably is that one then yeah that's where like and it's sad like the the wife is is just hiding the kids like she's like protecting yeah it is this one because i'm looking i'm looking at the photos now i think it was on amazon for a bit yeah beyond the mat the movie vince mcmahon doesn't want you to see and that's yeah that's the one where the rock is just destroying the hell out of man oh my gosh he's just covered in blood yeah that's the thing you won't get that ever now in this generation of wwe it's out of the door they don't they don't go to this level anymore no more blood one so they don't do chair shots when he starts bleeding like do they just stop the match well right that's away? the thing goldberg um has this like before he goes out there he does this ritual where he would slam his head into a door or like like a bathroom door or whatever well he went out to just do his talking like i'm goldberg and better better he was bleeding just bleeding he obviously nicked himself and he was bleeding whatever and he went to the back and mcmahon fucking scolded him for it because there's not you're not supposed to show blood anymore on camera and he got in tr in huge trouble because that's what the list was it was top 10 moments wrestlers the moment they went backstage they were they they got yelled at by vince mcmahon and that was one of now, them you know what's crazy is that we grew up with a generation i mean an era that had the first blood match oh yeah that that was the title of a match it was the first blood match and now thinking how like that's not even existent anymore it's just it's yeah it's so weird because it's like we we saw some of them create like the only hardcore like i know it was because i posted a bunch of memes oh this was a while back was shane mcmahon he's still doing that crazy wrestler but they don't go to the level where there's going to be chair shots and blood but i'm shocked shane mcmahon like he's one that at first when he came out i hated but he's one that i was like dude this guy's ballsy man he does a lot of crazy shit fucking yeah, especially for his age he's still jumping from the height that he's jumping from <laughs> seriously you talking about that meme yeah <laughs> the, the spongebob his, his jordans or whatever shoes he's wearing <laughs> that one and then there's one of flanders it's an episode where flanders throw like the house is on fire so he gets <laughs> homer and he throws him out the window but because he threw a mattress to make sure he lands safely homer lands on the mattress and bounces back into the house so flanders he's like okay so he jumps out the window and he bounces on the mattress back in but somebody got that clip and did it like he's like shane mcmahon every 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 wrestlemania where it's just like okay and then he jumps out and did a freeze frame and you see him like someone photoshopped him like wrestling i'm like that's fucking hilarious because yeah it's every time like it's it's kind of like the danny devito meme it's like hey danny uh tim burton's on the phone he's like all right well tell him he's like let me get my top hat tell him i'll be <laughs> it was like that it was like that with shane mcmahon um yeah remember remember uh rocco and Sako connection remember that shit oh, where man, you had a see, puppet when that, when that yeah when that whole tag team era came too i mean that, that that's why the rock and sock connection was one of the greatest tag team duos for a bit and obviously I did like the Roadhouse and Billy Gunn tag team era. Yeah. Because that's when Road Dog did that that little like that little the punches. Yeah. And he did like this little pop lock thing and then he would sock at the end. 
Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, and I'm not, I was a fan of uh, Mr. Ass before he became Billy Gunn. Like the famous sir, I don't know why. I, I just, that was like one of my favorite movies. I remember wh- who's the guy that was hanging out with Matt Maffel or with Mankind. He was also crazy. He had oh, he carried um, a bat. Ch- Chainsaw Charlie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I remember this one because he would carry a bat around that had like barbed wire. Um and is it Chainsaw Charlie? I think so. I want to say it was Chainsaw Charlie. Is it? Because it was it was Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. It may have been, yeah. Because they were friends from like when they would wrestle in Japan, the hardcore matches, them two. So they they came back, but there is one that I seriously it was such a waste of a of a pay-per-view main event because on Raw, Mike Tyson showed up. Mike Tyson came and he's meeting all the wrestlers backstage and he's right there with like Chainsaw Charlie and Mankind. And he's like, he's holding the bat and they're like, just like fake talking to him. And he's like, oh yeah, the bat, like bird, bird. And then he comes out and with Vince McMahon and he's talking, yeah, I'm, I'm Mike Tyson and I'm going to, I'm going to be a Westamania. <laughs> <laughs> and then out of nowhere, you hear yeah, the... <laughs> And I don't know where you hear the and then you hear uh all right now ladies and gentlemen the moment we have awaited the big announcement and the announcement is that on March 29 at WrestleMania in this very ring yeah Iron Mike Tyson Mr. Austin why are you here because I'm sick and tired of seeing Mike Tyson he comes in He's shaking everybody's hands, making friends with all the WWF superstars, and it's made me so damn sick I've been in the back throwing up. I don't know how good your hearing is, but if you don't understand what I'm saying, I always got a little bit of sign language, so here's to you. comes down he's like hey yo oh you know Mike Tyson I don't care you know whatever and he's like hey what's going on here and then they push each other and they start fighting like they're pushing each other like they're about to fight and they're like oh shit like that that's what everybody believes we're gonna have a Mike Tyson versus Stone Cold match and this is gonna be the greatest thing ever no it was Mike it was it was uh Stone Cold versus I think Shawn Michaels and all Mike Tyson did was walk around the match like he was the bodyguard to, to no he, he was the referee and he did like one of yeah. the fastest counts ever as a referee yeah. but for like the whole like whatever half hour match 20 minutes he did nothing but walk around like it was such a waste like they let it up like as if like what was the point of him fighting stone cold if he wasn't gonna fight stone cold like i don't know i thought that was one that was such a letdown man and I remember us playing the Super Nintendo game. Yeah. And obviously, like, us playing it. Like, I remember when we go with the Copadas and all them, and all of you guys would be playing the Super Nintendo wrestling game. Yeah, and that was During that era, game. the only memory I have and the only memory of my first ever favorite wrestler was Doink the Clown. Oh, <gasps> yes, Doink! <laughs> so, yeah, Doink, Doink was my first like official favorite wrestler 
and then later on became the rock because i got taunted about <laughs> being that my hair looked like the rock so <laughs> i was you know i was rocking my via yeah you know junior junior basically and then later on obviously mankind you know the hardy boys and all these other wrestlers I, that that's you know started coming up in the scene uh, i i per, i always liked kane a little more than undertaker just because i thought he was cool with the mask and when he had that because at that time he didn't have a voice until later on they changed his whole start storyline but yeah doink was that wrestler for me and then when they had the little doink match like it just made everything better <laughs> they had the little midgets right yeah uh, (laughs) the little people yeah (laughs) the little mini one i remember that (laughs) and obviously it's like i think about it all right for us we didn't have call of duty no we didn't have like stuff where we talked crap and i know there's a meme where it says that it's like back then we didn't have twitter so we just wrote it on a on a piece of paper and try to get on try to get whatever we try to say oh yeah you know yeah. but at that time like the dx era and all that stuff but because I, now i'm remembering that i see gold gold dust on the <laughs> site but if you didn't like somebody in your group of friends you would just say they were gold dust yeah you would just say you would name them like the cheapest wrestler out there yeah. <laughs> it's like, whatever you're, you're gold dust you know? that was my thing i'd be like yeah whatever dude love <laughs> <laughs> Because remember the guys we saw WrestleMania with like Pete and all of them? Yeah, yeah. That was my that was my like, you know, I'd be like, yeah, whatever, dude love. <laughs> because I hated dude love. He sucked. Oh man. Yeah, don't the clown. Yeah. Cause the Super Nintendo game, he had this like special move, right? Where he had got all big and he slapped. Yes, that's the thing. Doink the clown. He was so cool. I remember- it was Big Boss Man was on there, Bam Bam Bigelow, Doink the Clown, Undertaker. Ah, oh, damn it. Who else was in? Um, Jake the Snake and I think Owen Hart. Yeah. I, I think those were all the characters. I could I could be wrong, but obviously I was always picking Doink. It was WrestleMania, the arcade game. And yeah, like you could see they had Lex Luger, Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. Yoko. Yeah. Yoko's Bulldog Luger. was in there, I think. Uh, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Doink. Oh, here we go. Here's the here's the image of the characters. There is eight characters. Razor Ramon. Oh, there Bam Bam go. Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow was one of them. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker uh brett the him and heart yoko's and i said him doink and lex luger yeah those those were the only characters that you could choose and and they, it was a really fun arcade game dude it's crazy because the graphics were really good like for that game the arcade game like the 64 games like were garbage the graphics but i don't know well, those were the most cool. playing that those games for hours were the best because i remember also playing no mercy at pete's house and we're just playing for hours because I yeah. was already good at playing it. <laughs> See, they because because like I said, like Lewis and all of them and and Johnny, like I had that group of friends. None of them watched WWE, but then I had that other group of friends that were like Pete and all of them, like uh, Rudy's. And they they were the WWE friends. I just felt that the moment. <laughs> The moment that WWF no, got no, no. sued and it changed to the WWE, the that was that was the beginning of the end for me. Like that's when you really felt the the change. Like I mean, yeah, that I, I want to say maybe by two thousand three, I was already done with it. Yeah, but obviously, I mean, I I don't remember too much of the early era, like the early nineties, like anything from ninety five and below. Like I don't remember anything too much other than like doink and i remember watching it here and there 
obviously to the color of the ring when it changed as well when it went all like one solid red color instead of like the the three color turnbuckle colors yeah red white the, and blue it had so, all blue on the side with the w the yellow wwf and, and, and the moment i i re vaguely remember more is when the ring became all one solid color when the mat turned black well the uh, the 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 tarp underneath turned black yeah and it had and the red the WWE ring was yeah. red that's what i remember the most and then 2000s like i think yeah when i was in middle school i, I was kind of fading away from it by the time i got to high school i was already done yeah. and that's why uh you know my neighbor across the street carlos the other carlos he was still into it like all throughout our high school years and so that's how i kind of knew stuff from him and he would show me things and i was like eh, okay but I, it just never brought me back in because at that point, yeah, it, it was just it wasn't the same anymore. No, I mean, that's why, like, by the time, like, I I graduated in 2000. So roughly around like 2001 ish or so, like I was out because I remember we saw that special like ring announcement thing when Eddie Guerrero died. I remember watching it with you and that. Yeah, at I the, remember at that the house and and like that was sad because that that's the thing like with my wife julia like she she was still watching it around that time frame like even into the like the mid 2000s or something like that um a good portion of it and she she was telling me like when when we've talked about deaths like celebrity deaths or something like what was one that affected you and i was like yeah like chris farley was the one that got to me when he died like i was so bummed out and she's like for her she says it's eddie guerrero like that's the one that like made her cry like like it was sad and i remember i was like yeah i remember because they played the johnny cash song with the, yeah. the nine inch nails hurt i remember they're playing it while they're showing slow footage and you see the wrestlers there like all crying and shit and like yeah it, I, it's, I it was sad because dad actually had told me about it. a wrestler died because the news broke out before that taping of raw or or smackdown so obviously we all knew so when it came to that taping and they did the whole like you know the tribute thing and now that was like yeah the first time where you see every wrestler not being character but just admiring and and paying a respect for yeah. their fallen brother and obviously tragically of what happened shortly maybe weeks after like that it went from that note to that moment in history of wrestling of that event that tragic event because obviously that's another thing too like i don't know if anything crazy has happened within these last couple of like this decade at least but with us like we grew up with a lot of stuff that went wrong i mean we i remember obviously we didn't get to see or or i i do remember the airing of like when the whole owen hart thing yeah happened, I and everybody was trying to like somehow find footage of it and nobody knew or there, there was always a rumor like oh they, they recorded it but they don't want to post it and yada yada, yada. yeah no it was bs because i i was i was rec i recorded it live but from the live broadcast they cut it out yeah and i remember that was that was that era too where somehow you were i don't, working, I don't even know so how. you would come home and watch it after or i would tell you what was happening yeah I don't know if Xavier's getting picked up right now. I could hear him though. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah we, we went through these these like events with you know the Owen Hart, then later on, obviously the Eddie Guerrero thing, and then yeah, two. I want to say two, if not three weeks later, the Chris Benoit thing happens. And, yeah, and at that time, 
they were almost going to treat it the same way where they were going to make a tribute to no him it was way. it was two years later oh i felt like it was a it was a, a yeah because because uh eddie guerrero died november 13th of tw- 2005 and then chris brand wall was in june 24th 2007 okay but because for us, because you weren't being active with wrestling, yeah, I was already. Done you have this. those memories close because you watch them without watching wrestling. Because yeah, like I said, I wasn't watching wrestling by this point, but I saw the Eddie Guerrero thing, and it was because for dad, dad was like, you see Latinos in mainstream, especially being huge with whites. For him, that was that was that was huge in his part because he's like he was always like, oh, look at these Latinos like they're at the same level, like they're treating them the same. Dad was always like proud of that. And for him seeing like Eddie Guerrero, like at the level of what WWE, you know, and you're seeing him like, dude, this guy, you know, he's a Latino. Yeah. And he's going when, when uh, Rey Mysterio came into play. Yeah. Dad was all about him because he was obviously that's what he grew up with. That's what he was announcing. Yeah. That's what he was. He broadcast, you know, in an, in an audience with that type of wrestling. Yeah. So when you had those two in the ring or, or anything like that, that's and I think more so because of the the Eddie Guerrero's dad. Uh, he was he was wrestling in the lucha lucha libre. Yeah. So for dad knew that the dad not I don't think he knew him personally, but he knew of him and seeing his son being over here. Same with Rey Mysterio being over here, like to him. So that's why I I knew of it because it's like so there we are, all three of us watching it and like i, I got teary-eyed because it was sad it was, yeah. it was, it was a sad moment too with them using the johnny cash hurt song while playing that it was just like that and was just it, like it, it, it cutting to people watching like you know the slow montage of him and and out of character of like the backstage footage but then also ring matches and like funny moments and yeah the latino heat era because the him and china had that thing for a bit like there was a lot to it, and it, it was just a moment that changed a lot in wrestling for a bit. And then, yeah, now, now it makes sense. But, yeah, that happens 2005. I was uh, I was already out. And then, yeah. what, two years later, that happens. Because I, I remember everyone talking about that, too, at school. And, yeah, yeah. they were going to make a little montage for him, for Chris as well. But then when the truth came out of what happened. Yeah, they're like. They that, and then everything changed. And speaking of the thing you talked about, those like uh, those uh, whatever they're called, Beyond the Mat. No, that was oh, the uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. There's a whole episode on no, Chris Benoit and, and Owen Hart. Well, no, I'm telling the audience, like, because oh, okay. I know, I know you have, because you're the one that told me about them. Yeah. Um, because I was like, what is this? Like, I want to watch it. Um, but for, like, if you can, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, right? Yeah, it was Dark yeah. Side of the Ring. There, there, so, I think there's three seasons um if you have hulu and if you have it somehow linked up uh i think hulu has only the first season which there are some pretty good episodes but it's season two that actually yeah it, it, it is on hulu better. i'm looking right now it's on hulu um, and if if the episode you're wanting i know you can watch it on youtube but it's it's kind of hard because it's not properly set but the whole chris benoit story and the owen hart story that's on on uh on youtube you can watch it there and and i know there's a bunch of stuff that we missed out on, on this uh, that we didn't talk about i know other fans are gonna be like hey, what can we talk about i mean we're i know this are reminiscing or not you know professional yeah. fans of this and we're not giving like, you facts we're just 
all it is is reminiscing but go on but like obviously we left out hulk hogan of uh, uh, him being as big as he was andre the giant like i, I know I, that wasn't my era but i do know those two giants of you know the the matches and and how big those those two were were ultimate warrior you know all that stuff and macho man like yeah we didn't touch up on on that generation because yeah because that would have been more me yeah see i didn't grow up with that i know the characters because of looking back of you know of from you or or the games but did i really grow up with it no like the only the closest thing i could say i grew up with macho man and slim jims that's it (laughs) (laughs) no and and you got three minutes or whatever (laughs) you got three minutes yeah um yeah because uh with the whole like because i remember because that would be more more me and caesar um that that era before you because yeah uh like one thing back when when we would watch royal rumble i hated there was two people that i hated was million dollar man and and rick flair because those two guys would always be in the corner of the ring. So you had my buddy Eric and us like watching it. Gugu, that was Isha's older brother. Like we'd all be mad. Cause like, God damn it. Like every time you think they're going to throw them out, they would roll kind of like back in. And you know, obviously it's planned, but we thought it was real. You know, like when Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, like all of them bailed on McMahon. Cause it was during the whole like steroids thing or whatever. Um, What you call it? Oh, hold on. When they ended up leaving, because if I remember correctly, I think it had to do with this, like this whole steroids thing. And they had to go talk at like the fucking the the, the, I can't even remember what it was, but it's in that one. the That documentary with bigger, stronger, faster, harder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it talks about that. And they left and WWE or WWF at the time was so small that they're there. They were in like a small concert hall performing like i remember how small like it was a a small little arena like like they were performing at like smaller than the shrine auditorium you could say like it was tiny and then out of nowhere it became massive again like wcw was fucking raining in the ratings and then some somehow with the whole era that we talked about changed wwe forever yeah the attitude it's, area it's in the it's in the the dot well the dark side of the ring of when they were trying like one of the guys who who changed the ball game for the attitude era and like when they were trying to come up with premises yeah and the, one of the premises that i do remember like very well and it's like dude i, I was the bra for all watch the bra for all episode yeah god damn dude like knowing how bad that really was but i remember watching it live you know every monday when they were doing like the matches but yeah the brothel episode when you learn the history of it and the guy who used to be the showrunner of the ideas yeah and then it, it, and how much it, it was like technically what they consider to this day one of uh the biggest failures of uh like wwe history yeah like it was good but it was also a failure yeah god damn well, I, I just noticed we've we've been talking wrestling for an hour and forty minutes. So, 
Come on, on. Hey, it's a, it's a lot of wrestling. All right, but I think I, you know, it's like we'll we're leave. supposed to be doing two episodes. Yeah, I don't think that's not gonna happen. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But but Carlos of Ortiz, he would be he's gonna be joining uh, uh, eighty eight miles per hour podcast. We're gonna do an episode where he's gonna come on, and we're gonna do a. Uh, I believe we're going to do the fifth element. That's what the one we're going to do. But, you know, this is just, just reminiscing of WWE. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. I know we left out. Whatever we left out, bring it up. And then we'll I'll bring it up on the next episode. Like kind of like re- responses of the fans if we get any. Um, all right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's another episode in the bag. Push the stick away. Put it in the bag. Then you bend your back. Put it in the stack. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.